Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are talking about the ninth and last country that we visited on this trip in Southern Africa, and that is Lesotho. It's a mountain kingdom, it's a very small country, and probably because it's a very small country, it wasn't really on our radar to begin with. No, when we initially planned the trip, we didn't plan on going to Lesotho at all. Really, just because we knew absolutely nothing about it. But uh, once we started reading the guidebook, we thought that it did actually look pretty interesting. It looked like it was very different from South Africa, which surrounds it. And so we figured that it would be worth checking out. And in the end, we liked it so much that we went back for a second visit. Yeah, we visited for four days and then we went out into back into South Africa and we met up with our friend Ted and his friend Alina and we did some hiking with them in the Drakensberg Mountains in South Africa and then we had a few days to spare so we decided to come back into Lesotho. Uh, we came back through a different border and we went to a different area of the country and so it was nice to see that part as well. Yeah, and it was a great way to end our trip, I think. It was the the last few days of our trip, apart from going to Johannesburg to, to catch our flight out. Um, and we were a bit tired by that point. We'd been traveling for more than three months already, and we just wanted to rest and relax. And Lesotho is a wonderful place to do that, particularly the the villages, like the, the places where we spent most of our time there. Uh, they're very peaceful, quiet, relaxing places, and we really enjoyed the time that we spent there. Yeah, Lesotho is a really interesting country. Um, as I think we've said in a previous episode, as we've been traveling, we've been going to countries that have been gradually getting more and more developed. Earlier in the trip, we were in places like Mozambique and Malawi, which are quite, um, well, they're not very developed at all. They're quite low on the UN Human Development Index. Then we went to Zambia and Zimbabwe, which are a little bit higher. And then we went to Botswana and Namibia and South Africa, which are higher still. They're kind of on the next rung up the ladder. And so this was the pattern that we'd been following. And then to go from South Africa to Lesotho, which is much poorer, um, was a little bit of a shock, but it was certainly different, like you said. Yeah. Uh, so the level of development was definitely much lower than in South Africa. Um, but it wasn't, it was also different from the other less developed countries that we've been on this trip to as, as well. It wasn't like Malawi. It wasn't like Mozambique. It's really not like any country that I've seen in Africa before. And we've seen quite a few now. We've seen about half of the countries in Africa. Is it 24 or 25? I think it's 25 now, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen anywhere like like Lesotho. If anything, it reminds me more of Nepal or, you know, other kind of mountainous areas in different parts of the world because you don't see many mountains in Africa for the most part, but Lesotho really is entirely um, surrounded by mountains. Yeah, it's, it's, it is very interesting. It's, it is kind of like Africa on the one hand. Certainly the level of development brought us back to what we think of as Africa. But like you said, it, it's different and unique on the other hand. And so that made it a, a really great place to, to stay. Um, it's a very rural country. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one urban center, really, and that's it, which is the capital, Maseru. It has about 400,000 people, and there's about 2 million people in the whole country. So it's a small country, completely surrounded by South Africa, and there's just this one urban center. There are a couple of other kind of one street towns or one horse towns, you might call them. Mm. Uh, and then the rest is just villages and, and rural areas. And I mean, Africa's rural in general. 
Um, but in Lesotho, that was taken to a new level, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, definitely the places where we stayed were very small villages and towns. And we got to see a lot of the country as well, because uh, on our... the. On our way in, the second time, we came through a different border post in a different part of the country, and we took what turned out to be quite a long journey. Uh, in total, it took us about 10 hours to travel across the north of the country. And so we got to see a lot of it, and yeah, a lot. Of, it was mostly very small villages and open countryside. Yeah, and a lot of that time was in the very far northeast, and we came, because we came in over a pass in the Drakensberg Mountains. We were in this mountainous area, and even for Lesotho, quite a poorly developed area. So we came in on a paved road from the, on the South African side, and then that became a dirt road on the Lesotho side, and it took us about four hours to travel hardly any distance at all, about 60 kilometers, I think, on this dirt road. And there was actually one moment which I thought provided an interesting snapshot, which was that we were right next to the border, and the border was a river, running parallel to the road, and we are on this dirt road. And you could see a paved road on the other side of the river, and that's the South African side, but we are on the Lesotho side. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a poor country, but that certainly doesn't mean that it's a country to be looked down upon, and the people are, are very proud, I think, of their, their, of their life and their rural life, and that's great to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also quite happy, I would say, as well. You know, even though they don't have all of the material possessions that we might think are necessary for a happy life, you know, they live very simply and they have a very strong sense of community, so they're always helping each other out. We had a a really nice conversation with one of our hiking guides, because we did a, a few hikes while we were there, and he was telling us quite a lot about his culture. He was obviously very proud of, of being a Basutu, a person from Lesotho, and he said no one ever goes hungry here, because if someone in the village doesn't have enough food, then all of the other villagers are going to ca- take care of them and make sure that they do have something to eat. So there's a very strong sense of community, and they really support each other, and I think that leads to a real genuine happiness. I also think there's a genuine warmth that they display towards foreigners or towards people like us. Um, And so we had a lot of nice little interactions with people. And it doesn't have to be much, but you can be walking down the street and someone can just say hello to you. They can say, welcome, you're welcome in this country. And that makes you feel great about it. Um, The kids are really amazing. There was one kid in particular who... We saw a few times, and he was, I guess he lived right near one of the guest houses we were staying at in one of the villages, and he would give me high fives as we walked past, and he would give you hugs. Yeah, he was a tiny little boy, I'd say probably about four years old, and... I don't think he spoke a single word of English, but we could definitely communicate uh, regardless of the language barrier, just with his, the huge grin on his face. He was obviously so thrilled to see us. And yeah, he would just wrap his arms around my waist and give me this the sweetest hug. So that's something that I will definitely remember for a long time about Lesotho. Yeah, it's definitely part of the charm of Lesotho. Uh, as we said, it, it is very rural and we've stayed in a, a few villages. Uh, the people are very tied to the land 
um, and to the animals that they raise. And so there's a lot of farming, uh, a lot of uh, agricultural um, industry that goes on with crops and things like that. And also there are a lot of animals. We saw more farm animals than we've seen in any other country by far, I think. Mm -hmm. You see shepherds with their sheep and their cows. Um, even on some of the main roads, or even in Maseru, you can see sheep. Um, and so it's, that's really quite, it's quite interesting to see. People ride horses and donkeys around. Uh, so it's a way of getting around. It's a, a method of transportation in the rural areas and in the villages. And so it just, it was very charming for people like us who are from the city to, to see this life. It was really interesting. I thought. Yeah, uh, raising animals is definitely a huge part of their culture, and that's become part of the charm for a part of the appeal and attraction for a lot of tourists who go there as well. Uh, pony treks or horse treks is is a big, you know, popular activity that a lot of tourists come there to do. We didn't do that; we just did hiking. Um, I prefer to just use my own two feet rather than horses, but um, yeah, you definitely see animals everywhere. They are a, an inextricable part of the landscape and of the, the lifestyle and culture of the people there too. And I remember actually this morning I saw, which I hadn't seen before, in Maseru as we were passing back through, there was a roundabout. Did you see this from the minibus? There was a roundabout with a decoration on it, and there were two statues, mm. and they were depicting rural life. So one was a man wheeling a wheelbarrow, and the other was a farmer with a with a farming tool working the land. Okay. And so even in the biggest urban area of the country, they're celebrating their own kind of rural roots and their their farm roots. And so I thought that was nice that they that they celebrate it, that they're proud of it, they don't shy away from it. Yeah, that's interesting. No, I didn't. I didn't see that out of the window today. So thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> anyway, and so we crossed back into South Africa today, and now we're in Johannesburg. So we're definitely not in Lesotho anymore. No, the <laughs> idyllic villages are gone, and we're back in the big bad city again. Yep, and uh, hopefully we'll survive it for a few days before we really finish this trip and go home. <laughs> listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Music